With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 22 to the top of the hour on the Valley's Morning News. I'm Wes Carroll. And I'm Scott Miller. Dr. Sean Cruzen from CSU's Coca-Cola Space Science Center joins us. Morning, Sean. Good morning, guys. It's great to be here this morning. We have an epic recap of an amazing year in outer space. Uh, you know, I have a favorite story of the year. Uh, I noticed it was on your, uh, you got bullet points here from some of the big stories of the year. It, it is on there, but uh, I don't know if we have any particular order. You got these uh, in order by how things I, I have, happen. I have no order whatsoever. But uh, I certainly think, and, and, and <laughs> this is. I had an order, but it's, I'll it's take okay. a burger and some fries <laughs> and we're <laughs> putting an order in. That sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that afterwards too early for milkshakes uh it's not necessarily my favorite story of the year it's it certainly was a a cool thing but i I feel like we kind of need to start with the uh, great american eclipse because uh, that's the one that got everybody just rabid and frothing at the mouth wasn't it yeah certainly probably the public is not more aware of any of these stories than they were of the eclipse uh the eclipse was viewed by more human beings than any eclipse in history that's an interesting thing more human beings were in the path of totality than any eclipse in history. So those are those are really amazing points. We had uh, more people at the Space Science Center than any time in history, I think. I was <laughs> there. there to view the eclipse. That was quite a circus. Yes. You were there, and I was not. Of course, I was on the road out in Wyoming covering the actual totality of the great eclipse, uh, sending images back to our webcast of that event. We also had teams in Missouri, Nebraska, and South Carolina. But we also had quite a few people just at the old Space Science Center uh, viewing the partial eclipse that occurred here. So that was a great event. Most interesting, I think, because the entire country got to share in it in one form or another. Pretty neat stuff. An amazing year for SpaceX. SpaceX has been kicking it this year. Uh, They are setting records right and left. They have, so far to date, they have launched 16 launches to outer space. This is an amazing, in one year. That's tying the record for anybody ever, and which includes United Launch Alliance, which is the 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 Boeing Lockheed Martin uh, uh, collaboration. So so SpaceX has not only emerged as a space company, but they have actually taken a leadership role. And remember, they only returned to flight less than a year ago because they had a massive launch pad explosion. So they're already launching again from that launch pad. They had the first controlled flyback recovery of a payload, of a, a payload fairing, of a, a main stage booster. Uh, uh, these are all incredible first-time accomplishments. They have these crazy vertical landings of their first-stage rockets at sea on a, on a floating platform. And, and now they're uh, preparing to use one of those first stages to actually launch, relaunch the the first stage and take a new payload up to space. And we now know that Sheldon played yes. a part in that as a, as a as a youngster in making that happen. Yes. Yeah, thankfully, we've well, learned that. Well, of course he did. Yes. Well, of course he did. Anyway, so this is this is what a this is what a leader in an industry looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And now SpaceX has evolved into one of the most valuable companies on the face of planet Earth, which is just an amazing story. Speaking of leaders, uh, what was supposed to be the year of the woman, it was a different woman uh, than, than what many thought would be the uh, the, the woman uh, center stage in 2017. But uh, Peggy Whitson was, uh, the, the, ended up being the 
the uh, woman of the year. Peggy Whitson now a true American icon, a a uh, a historic figure now in American space flight, but it also among astronauts around the world. She's America's most experienced astronaut, male or female. She has 665 total days in space, more than, uh, well, almost two years, far more than one year, more than two days, almost more than two years in space. She has the longest space flight by a woman, a single space flight, 288 days. She has the most time in space and most spacewalks for a woman. Uh, she's eighth on the all-time list for time in space. She's third place all-time for cumulative space walks, 60 hours. 60 hours outside the vehicle in a spacesuit floating around, which is a very, it's the most dangerous, I was going to say it's the most dangerous job on Earth, but that's ridiculous. It's not on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous jobs a human being can be involved in, and she has spent 60 hours doing that. Uh, first female International Space Station commander and only woman to have commanded the space station twice. This is what a true success story looks like, male or female. So Peggy Whitson, um, an amazing American astronaut. We had uh, uh, three uh, farewells. Uh, uh, we'll start with the uh, Cassini's grand finale, and then we'll work our way into the, uh, the, the living who have passed. Right. Cassini, Cassini is an interesting uh, space probe to me because it launched the same year I came to Columbus State University. So the very first astronomy classes I was teaching at Columbus State, we were talking about Cassini, and it was going to go out to Saturn, and it was going to do all these amazing observations. Well, we got to watch that unfold during my career here at Columbus State. Uh, it had a 13-year mission at the planet Saturn, right? So it was at Saturn collecting data for 13 years. That's a record-setting event. And, of course, this year they plunged the thing into the atmosphere of Saturn because they were afraid it would contaminate other moons or something. So the Cassini in, in mission ended with a grand finale and a dip into Saturn's atmosphere, and it is now gone. Uh, loss of a uh, moonwalker. Yeah, so Gene Cernan, one of the last two men to walk on the surface of the Earth. We said goodbye to him this year. It's very sad. But Gene is an American uh, icon and a legend. He was Apollo 17 uh, commander, and he was also on board with Harrison Schmidt, the first geologist on the surface of the moon. He's also been a very forceful space advocate since that time. And uh, losing Gene Cernan is losing a voice for the advocacy for space exploration. Speaking of Apollo, we lost Apollo this year. And we did lose Apollo, too. So this is... He's not he, this this person's not an astronaut, but boy, did he inspire a lot of people that went into space exploration. Richard Hatch, Apollo, from Explore or from uh, Battlestar Galactica, mm -hmm. one one of the true icons of uh, television space, uh, an, lost this year. An icon of uh, uh, science fiction uh, conventions and pop culture conventions, a Dragon Con regular uh, every single year. Uh, I certainly missed him this year at Dragon Con. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's echo is uh, that sentiment is echoed by many. Uh, I want to. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about uh, my, my favorite story of the year coming up. Uh, so I want uh, to pick just pick one. Uh, well, let's talk about the hurricanes. We had two hurricanes damaging uh, NASA centers. Yeah, when well, you have your two main NASA yeah. centers both struck by hurricanes in the same, you know, span of a few weeks, that's a pretty big story, right? And mm -hmm. so Harvey hit Houston, Irma hit Titusville, and both the Kennedy Space Center and the Johnson Space Center sustained damage. So. So there was a lot of stories tied with those two hurricanes, but NASA was uh, did not leave unscathed. In fact, they they suffered some pretty major uh, setbacks. American American physicist winning Nobel Prize for gravitational waves. Yep, Kip Thorne, who's a very famous uh, American physicist, along with uh, Rainier Weiss and Barry Barish, won the uh, won the Nobel Prize in physics 
for detecting, for predicting that you could detect and figuring out a way to detect gravitational waves, therefore, therefore verifying Einstein's theory of general relativity as being correct. Kind of a big story. That's a big deal, right? First interstellar visitor comes to our solar system. Yeah, this is weird. This is a comet that's not part of our own solar system. It's from out there somewhere. And more strangely than that, it's shaped like a cigar. It's a long, thin thing. And I've seen internet speculation that maybe it's not a comet at all. Perhaps it is a alien spacecraft from another solar system invading our solar system. So it's called Oumuamua. You can say that again. No, I can't. (laughs) I'm not even sure I said it the first time. Why is it called that? Oumuamua is a Hawaiian god of something that they... I'm sorry, I don't really remember exactly what that Hawaiian god's credentials were, but that's it's a Hawaiian word. Judging by the number of vowels, I will confirm it is a Hawaiian <laughs> word. It has to be. Recapping the biggest moments in space news in 2017. There have been big ones. All right, here it is. It's my favorite story of the year. Let's talk about the alien megastructure at Tabby Star. Anytime you get to use the word, the phrase, um, alien megastructure in an actual astronomy story. It's got to be fun. And you and I had plenty of fun with that over the past year. However, toward the end of the year, uh, the skeet uh, launcher was pulled and the shotgun was fired and the alien megastructure went down in crumbles. We got an explanation, a scientific explanation, but it was fun. I, I really feel like over the course of uh, you know several months of this story to kind of let it play out from a scientific perspective, because it shows you as much as the public wants to rush to judgment and say, oh my gosh, maybe this is what this is. The maybe question was always there, but science did its thing and it played out. Things start getting eliminated. You do the Occam's razor trick where you say, well, the most likely explanation is probably what it is until eventually you get an explanation that makes sense. That's exactly right. And so you have to test multiple hypotheses. For those who don't know about the alien megastructure, it is the unusual dimming of a star that was so uh, had so many mysterious elements to it that one scientist finally floated the idea that maybe aliens were bu- building a big solar panel array around their own star to collect energy to drive their planet, which was something called a Dyson sphere. That's actually an idea that's been floated in science fiction, if nowhere else. Anyway, the idea was, though, that this light dimming has a, a wavelength dependence to it. In other words, the bluer light gets dimmed more than the redder light. And giant alien megastructures can't do that. Only dust could do that of microscopic size. So now we know it's dust. And But that does not mean that the mystery of this crazy star is solved. It just means that this one factor is eliminated. There are plenty of mysteries about this star that uh, astronomers still have no idea what they're occurring. So a, a very interesting object to watch in the future. About 30 seconds left. What is the uh, biggest thing to look forward to in 2018, if you can do that in 30 seconds? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the launch of the Falcon Heavy, which is uh, the SpaceX heavy lift payload vehicle. And uh, that could be something that takes people off planet, done by SpaceX. So pretty interesting stuff. You guys will be uh, closed uh, over the holidays, but you'll be back open for business uh, yep. first of the year. That's right. We'll be uh, first, first week in January, we'll be reopened. And you can check out all of our uh, closing schedules at www.ccssc.com. Dot org. Charlie Charlie, Sam Sam Charlie.org. Always great to talk with you, Sean. Looking Thanks, forward guys. to another great year of uh, talking about all this stuff. And maybe we'll find an actual alien megastructure. Maybe in 2018 about. or other things will happen. That'll and be cool. then we'll all die. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully not in 2018. Thank hopefully you. not then. <laughs> 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.